Located on the edges of your radio static, you've stumbled upon the lost signal. Tonight, we bring you part one of our next tale from the wasteland, Tilson Mullally's Sick Brain. Even in the early morning, the suffocating heat of the waste was already apparent, enough to almost suck the breath from your lungs. As he stumbled to the great gate, he could sense he did not have many steps left. Halt! What's your business? Please. Water. What is your business? I, I need water. Let me in. Those with no business are not welcome. We can have no freeloaders in the big city. Come no further. I bet he's a sick brain. Please. I can work. I can... I can work for...
Oh, you're awake. Shh. Don't move too much. Got liquid IV running in you. We're about to reach the gate. Just sit tight and be quiet. Don't move your coverings too much. Ah, Morden! Back to trade more from the Green Acres, yeah? Of course. Why else would I come to this hellhole? <laughs> Pass him through, boys! Shouldn't we check on over the wagon first? Uh, nonsense, this is Morden. Best produce around. Pass him through. was thrown off of him, and he found himself in the back of a wagon, looking up at an old man. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, uh, don't talk now, if you're feeling weak. His green eyes seemed to glitter down at him. Yes, he was old, very old, but amongst the wrinkles of his face danced two bright green eyes, full of life. It may take you a while to get rehydrated. Just rest. The driver waved his hand over the wounded man's face, and he fell asleep once again. Witchcraft, the occult, extremist beliefs, murder. Tune in to Rogue Darkness each week and join your host Raven as I uncover horrific crimes committed under the misconceptions and misunderstandings of witchcraft and other beliefs. I'll cover a plethora of crimes involving ritualistic killings to cult persuasion and everything in between. There's always three sides to a story Side A, Side B, and then the truth. Let's uncover the truth together and explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. Available wherever you get your podcast fix, simply by searching Rogue Darkness. When he awoke, he could see sunlight streaming through holes in the patchwork fabric that made up the wagon's bonnet. 
Outside, the rustles of life could be heard, voices shouting, feet shuffling, children laughing. He wiped sleep from his eyes to find he could see clearly for the first time in God knows how long. He sat up, and though his muscles grumbled a small protest, it was nothing compared to the screaming agony in which they'd argued in his days in the waste. Yes, there you are. There you are. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. All right. There's your lettuce. There are your tomatoes. All right. Ah! You're awake. How are you feeling? Better, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Good. You needn't call me anything so formal. I'm Morden, a trader for the Green Acres. And you are... Finn. Well, Finn, it's a pleasure to meet you. Not often do you find someone alive at the gates of the big city. <laughs> Seems like they just dragged you to the side. I snuck you in the back before the guards could see. Why? Why? Well, wouldn't be right to let a young man expire in the heat. I was very kind. <laughs> Not just kind, my dear boy. You see, there's the matter of payment for saving you. I'm sorry, sir, I, I haven't got any kind of money. I told you, Finn, call me Morden. There's no need to worry about money. I'm an old man, Finn. I could use a helper. Help me dispense the produce for the week, and after I can drop you wherever you like on my route. Or I could set you up with something here. I've got a few associates. I could use assistance as well. You hardly know me. Uh, yes, but I can see you're strong. More than fit to carry crates, load the wagon, bring the horse its oats, little things. What do you say? Deal. Wonderful! Ah, those crates there, they need to be loaded up onto the wagon and secured. See me when you're done, we'll find something else for you to do. The dusk fell quickly with the work, the sky taking on a deep purple that seemed to absorb the heat of the day, leaving the air somewhat cool. The last person to visit Morden's stand was leaving the square. Finn loaded the last crate into the wagon, and Morden was lighting a fire to settle in for the night. Finn. Finn, come here. I've got one last job for you today. Okay, what is it? Nothing too terrible. Come here. Don't tell anybody about this locked box under the driver's seat here. It's where I keep important things. This package here is for a friend of mine in town. He's a butcher, and for some special deals on produce, he reciprocates his services to me rather nicely. This is what I owe him from last time I was here in the city, something special. 
I need you to deliver it for me. I do it myself, but my old bones, you see. Uh, sure, but where do I go? I've never been here before. It's like a maze. Don't worry. The buildings here are tall, and it may seem hard to navigate, but his shop is close. Follow that road there till you come to the end of the street. Should spit you out onto a place called Knockburn Alley. Take the left turn, follow it down until you reach another square like this one. Walk directly through to the other side. Down that narrow alley, Bolgan's shop is at the end. There'll be a sign with a cleaver on it. You can't miss it. Hurry up. I'll put supper on. It'll be ready when you get back. Though the sky still had some light left, it couldn't quite reach the floor of the narrow street. Instead, getting caught on roofs and crooked balconies and wires hanging laundry between windows. The people shuffled past him, their eyes on their feet as they headed home from whatever business preoccupied their days. As the dark grew thicker, men appeared and lit lanterns hanging from wooden posts. The light was pale and flickering, but welcome in the cramped streets. Above, Finn could hardly make out the sky and stars. Had this been how people actually lived before the waste? In cramped little nooks? Why? He came to the turn he needed to take, and followed it down to the square. Here it was lit a little bit better, and though mostly deserted, Finn could see a woman across the dirt from him, huddled on a bench. Behind her was the alley Morden had told him of, and from that direction, a hint of rot seemed to float on the air toward him. He crossed the square quickly, plunged past the woman, and continued down the alley to the door at the end. The smell, just outside the door, was pungent, almost unbearable. Finn knocked. What? What do you want? Are, are you Bolgan? Who wants to know? I, I Morden sent me. He, he asked me to bring you this. Give me that. Thank you. Good night. Uh, is that, is that it? Yes! That you're an errand boy. You've done your errand, now go home, boy. As he returned to the square, Finn could see the woman was still sitting there. As he came closer, he noticed something off. She seemed to sag into her seat. Ma'am? Ma'am, are you alright? Finn came closer when she didn't answer. Ma'am, are you... <laughs> he touched her shoulder, and she fell on her back. Her cold blue eyes stared up at the sky, and around her neck was a clean cut from ear to ear.
Returning now to the edges of your radio static, this has been The Lost Signal. Follow us on Twitter at The Lost Signal 1 and Instagram at The Lost Signal Podcast. Also, follow and rate us on iTunes. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>